There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about henna, henna, henna. Iko, Iko, Ande. Jagamo, Fino, Anane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? It's time. It's time For to grow. Another episode. It's time to grow. Um, we are here. Let me just, I want to just take a quick second to take stock, take an inventory of all the catchphrases that uh, have really, truly organically sprung up on Las Culturistas. I was thinking about this the other day. Wow. Um, we've got. You can't even get your life. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I don't think so, honey. Yes. Um, uh, all the do day. All the do day. Ticks and tacks. And look, there are more coming, honey. Did we just create another one? It's time to, to grow. Well, that's one between you that you and I have had for quite some time. For many years. You guys are getting a true glimpse into our friendship. And you know what? Today on this episode, you're going to get an even closer glimpse into a larger relationship, which is the relationship that... Bowen and I have with our guests. Oh my gosh, let's off the, and let's off the credits. Guests, let's list the credits, honey, because you know they're important. Oh, to, she to is. List. She is the star and writer of her solo show, Di- uh, Diane Trangrela presents Not Dry Yet. Yes, at the UCB Theater, you can see it running, and she also is on the UCB mod team, the classic, ooh, classic comedy. Provided, provided, classic. Girl. And she was also a former cast member in Characters Welcome at UCB. Uh, she teaches at UCB. She yes, is take a queen. her class. Take her class. Characters with 
Chrissy Shackelford. Chrissy! Yay! And she herself oh is a character, and you'll be hearing that today. Wow. wow. Thank you so much. Chrissy, this is a huge historic culturistist moment because your name has been dropped at least once in every episode. Maybe besides <laughs> Henry and Sudi, the most referenced person. Absolutely. I would say. Thank you so much. I am a mythical creature in this world. <laughs> yes. I'm happy to be coming out of the forest. I'm Ooh. so happy to um, expose. Yes, an expose. This is gotcha journalism <laughs> from you gotcha too. gotcha journalism. I want to be treated with the same amount of love and respect that you treated your boyfriend <laughs> on the last episode. I will. Probably even more. I'll probably even treat you better. Yeah. Because I was trying to be very like, keep it professional, which I know. And then I oh. wept. Yeah. I was about to say like, <laughs> it didn't feel that way when they had that whole long, like three minute ode <laughs> to Henry about how wonderful he is. And he truly is. He deserves every word you said about him. <laughs> but I don't know how I will not be shy. For my love. I was going to say during that episode, and this is just the last episode, I feel like there wasn't enough of a reference to your relationship. Truly. We got here and oh, Bone was, and I was like, I was like, Bone, we got to keep professional. We're not going to talk about me and Henry's relation. And then he was like, what? Bone was like, we must talk about it. We have to. Why compartmentalize? I guess. You're right. We're so transparent on the show. Why stop? Exactly. Why stop at the bedroom? Why Why drop the veil now? You, you know? know? You guys exactly. are very transparent on this show. And one of my favorite things, and I've told you both separately, is how you're always coming back from a hiatus. <laughs> and I feel but, like offended that I am not on an episode where you're yes. coming back from a hiatus. No, you I wanted be to honored. talk about it for an hour. I, I want to talk about your hiatus. Chrissy did say that whenever she came on, she wanted the first about 45 minutes to all be about the hiatus. Okay, well, I mean... What have you guys been doing? We, Who's been to China? Yes, yes. Who had a hard time with an apartment? <laughs> right. Who's Chrissy? going to Orlando soon? Oh, Who just oh went God. to Orlando? Wait, Chrissy, you just hit such a nerve. Yeah. I'm going to Orlando soon. Wait, when? what? When? At um, the end of January. <gasps> I'm doing four days at Disney and only one day at Universal, but I am going to Harry Potter World. That is wow. how you do it, though. Yeah. And have you been before? I went when I was four, so okay. I don't remember. So, <gasps> so this is my first time, yeah. Not to bring Disney into this, but it is a whole new world since okay. you last yes. were there. That was cheap. Oh my, yeah, it was horrible. Low hanging fruit. I'm ashamed. Wait, I'm so excited for you. And can I also tell you? I like planned Nicole Silverberg's whole trip to Orlando. <laughs> and then she just told me she had to cancel it because Branson got, he's going to um, slam dance the film festival. He's oh, in Katie Skelton's film, which Business. is amazing, which is amazing. I'm so excited for them, but also God damn it. I know what a shame. I have to say knowing nothing about anything you just said, just hearing that slam dance is the name of a festival <laughs> sounds like a middle school film festival. I love it. And I'm sure it's very prestigious. But if it's you tell me one. a film festival is called slam dance. Slam dance sounds like what you call is like a spring f- formal. It's yeah. who's going oh, to the yeah. slam, slam dance. dance, but it's like the alt dance. Yeah. It's you like know? Right. half the gym is like a basketball court for the, for the boys who like don't want to dance. And half the gym is like, a dance floor. Yes. Now, Chrissy, who are you going to Orlando with? Yeah, tell this us. Is important. Um, I'm going with my sister and her husband and their kids <gasps> and my mom. Oh, great. That's a good cross section because how old, how young are the kids? Uh, well, she has five, so they That's are a lot of kids. four, six, eight, ten, and twelve. Wow. wow. She just, she really pulsed those out two years. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, mm-hmm. that's insane. It is insane because me and my siblings are very far apart in age. Me and my sister are 10 years apart. Uh-huh. And my brother and I are five years apart. So technically, we're all five apart in age. Wow. So that will be very fun. So you will mm-hmm. get, you'll be gagged because all the age groups are represented. Yes. I will see it through a child's eyes. Really. And you'll get to do everything. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. What? That's a lot of kids to be going around Universal within one day. We split. I believe they split because they do this trip every year. So they'll be like, we're oh, going to take the older kids to do this. One adult because now there's four adults for five kids, which seems like, very manageable. The littles are going to go do the teacups while the olders do this thing. Okay, I yeah. getcha. And a lot of them are like old pros, except for the two, year, the four year old one, maybe. Yeah, the four year old is like going to wear her princess dress oh. every single day. Yeah, oh, just one really, of those. Really put your game face on the Universal Day because that's a lot to do in one yeah. day, but you can do you it. You can do it. We've you done get, it. You need to get an express pass and you get a park hopper. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't know what any of those words mean. And I see me after consult. Okay. Consult with me. Okay, thank you so much. See me after. You're also going to miss. Rachel Winitsky and David Sidorov are going to be there in February oh, 28th. Yeah. Oh, very so you'll fun. Miss I them missed by them by a, a whole month. month. And yeah, you would have missed... just missed them. Right. You would have missed me, Matt, and Sudi because we were very tentatively planning a trip out there early March when Sudi was going to be on hiatus, but but then that fell through because financially it didn't So I did sense. just miss you by a month by a and, month and a, a cancellation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you just missed... By the skin of your teeth, you yeah. missed us. Yeah. But the thing is, though... it. To plan a trip there right now is kind of a waste because so much good stuff is coming to Orlando in the summer. Can I list just a few? Oh, yes. boy. I really opened up a Pandora's box. Uh, I, after Disney. this, we'll move on. But I do want to say coming to Orlando this summer mm-hmm. is Avatar in Disney World. <laughs> Animal Kingdom is opening up the Avatar, the world of Pandora. Wait, is it and based on James Cameron's yes, film? Yes, it is, yeah. honey. No. Yes, it is. It's an entire world. It's going to be an Animal Kingdom, okay? Because in Avatar, obviously, we have animals. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I never so, saw the movie. I just remember Avatar is like that Halloween everyone in college like hot girls painting themselves blue and had their tits out. Like that's what mm. I remember of Avatar. Do you know how many times I got told I look like Jake Sully? Not as a human, as an avatar. As an avatar. They were like, you look like Jake Sully when he becomes It's the wide it's the wide eyes. That's really that's sweet. It's the large wide eyes. I don't think it is sweet. It is always nice to be compared to a celebrity. Yes. (laughs) It's always nice. I when I was younger, when everyone was doing that doppelganger day on Facebook. Uh Yes. And I was like, I don't know what mine was. Uh every one of my friends was like, I don't really know yours either, but I guess if I had to say, maybe Misha Barton. And I, <laughs> oh, God. Like, was no. that a, at the time, was it a compliment or was it a deep insult? I don't think ever saying like, I don't know if you have one, but maybe something is ever a compliment. No, never, never, no, never. probably not. I have to ask you, Matt, what? if there's an Avatar ride, where is the Zero Dark Thirty ride? That Come is a on. good question. We need some gender <laughs> equality in the parks. That's all I'm what saying. What would the Zero Dark Thirty attraction look like? You, you follow Jessica Chastain. <laughs> into, you, into the, um, like... Into the, Into the compound. Into the compound. It's a ride where hardly anyone goes on it, but it's critically acclaimed. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's Can you it. believe these sirens in the background, guys? What the heck? Obviously, they know. That obviously, someone out there is like, "Come on, get to the culture that Chrissy experienced as a child." Yes, yeah. we will. We will do that. But yeah. Matt, anything else? Oh, you want to yes. Plug for of Disney? course. I just want to say, <laughs> no. Moving away from Disney now, because of course we have Avatar opening. We'll see. Um, There's going to be uh, a ride where you fly on the back of a banshee, and apparently beneath your beneath you and in between your legs you can feel the beast um breathing and you can feel the warmth of its body apparently <laughs> this is this is what i hear okay wow. we, as yet as, as yet unconfirmed that's what i hear and also there's going to be a navi river journey apparently at the end you're gonna go through like this big scene where the tree of life is like amazing and lighting up and um 
syncing to the songs and it's like kind of like a family friendly river journey with this amazing finale where you feel the beast between your legs very family friendly <laughs> i guess it would depend. and then you get wet at the end <laughs> you'd have to bring your own beast on that one okay. but um wow. but uh I don't know if you get wet at the end, but also there, apparently there will be bioluminescent flowers and all throughout the land. And when you touch it, the, the plant will respond to your touch. Who knows? But and then moving away, moving back to Universal, of course, okay. we're getting Jimmy Fallon the ride. Yeah. Replacing Twister, which, which is, is a, a real thing. If you want to ride Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> wow. Head down to Orlando in April. There's a, there's, wow. there's a, is it just a ride where he rides other celebrities coattails? Apparently. Oh, oh. Uh, is it just a so ride where is it just a ride where he keeps reminding us he's friends with Justin Timberlake? Oh, I don't think so, honey. You know Jimmy Fallon's a friend of the show now. Jimmy Fallon is a friend of the show, <laughs> for providing Henry Henry Kapersky an opportunity to meet the first lady Michelle Obama. Okay, well, so watch your mouth. Jimmy Fallon did blackface. <gasps> yes, <laughs> you're not wrong. That is true, also, and never apologized for it because no one ever really cared. And then brought back the internet. Nobody brought back the Chris Rock impression at the Golden Globes. Okay, Chrissy, yeah. let's yeah, ask. Yeah, that you was a question. insane. When he did that though. Yes, Chrissy, let's ask you the question we ask all our guests. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was the culture that made you uh, figure out that culture was for you? Yeah, yeah what made you say culture? I might want to proceed in, into finding more out more okay. about this culture. Yes. Well, as a huge fan of the show, I did think about this question oh, okay she came prepared and many of my culture moments had been taken i will say that's okay that well, is that's okay you can re- you but can re- i have one that i am shocked you guys have never talked about on this show power rangers is it, what is it? um no okay beast beast wars okay let's keep guessing pokemon girl well who do you think i am <laughs> sailor moon no, sarah michelle are- gellert but closer to who I might be, but Jennifer but, Love Hewitt. Mm, very good. Loved her episode of Women's Sabrina World, the where they Teenage did the Scream Witch. thing. Did love Sabrina the Teenage I Witch. I love. No, so, tell us. Uh, oh, okay, so the WB show that was on ninety nine two thousand. I put up a Facebook status about seven like heaven? six months. No, Seventh Heaven did not. Shake oh my god! Oh my god! My god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was I don't really know. shaped by Happy the Dog and Simon Huffing <laughs> uh, Paint. No, everyone was shaped by the title and Happy as Happy. Wait, Everwood. No, she's do gonna I say seem like an Everwood girl. I don't what do you know. think it is? Popular. Yes. Oh. yes, Ryan Murphy's popular. I well, one I should say it was a huge TV on DVD girl mm-hmm. like that. What remember when that was like a huge yeah. thing? Yeah, when TV shows got on DVD, me right. and my mom would watch that website called TV Shows on DVD. Would have all the release <laughs> dates for shows that would come out on DVD box sets. That is what you got for yeah. Christmas and birthdays is TV shows. Yep, yep, yep. At least for me, <laughs> I got the popular disc sets. Season one and season two. I also watched it when it was on WB. But, real quick, box sets were so expensive. Keep going. They so were. Expensive. Oh my god. Yes. And now they're recent, like forty five dollars. Right. For like a season. Uh, forget it. The, the eighty five dollars for like the for like the gr- the big long shows. <laughs> for like the shows that were big and long. For one season, you got eighty five dollars. Let me tell you something. I'm calling Sometimes you out. Name you, it. You would be shocked how expensive some of these probably some of these Aaron pop- Sorkin that assholes are charging for every word so popular <laughs> um, popular Ryan Murphy show on the WB did either you guys watch it I no it, I it's the it's only w- it's, Nip Tuck. <gasps> no it was actually pre Nip Tuck before Nip Tuck right I guess so and this is before I knew Ryan Murphy as a thing it was this high school show mm-hmm. with this like ridiculous satire but also 
like lived in the genre of a high school yeah. show but then out of nowhere there's a character called like mary cherry and she's from texas and her mother is delta burke her name is cherry cherry Ugh. there's one episode where all the women get trapped in a bathroom it's called <gasps> caged because they're all on their period so they're all like episode. freaking out together because they're all on their period and they all reveal their secrets mary cherry played by uh leslie gross um <laughs> Who's gone on to do nothing, which is a, oh, a travest, no. travesty. I mean, she pops up in some shows. She yeah, was on What I Like sure. About You, that dumb Amanda Bynes show. Oh, that was wow. Like, yeah, right yeah. yeah, yep, yep, yep. She was like a friend. Um, they're all trapped and comes out that this like one girl had uh, webbed fingers and toes. <gasps> like that was a story oh, wow. on the show. And they treat it with like such uh like cliche not cliche what's the word um mm, mm, mm. it seems camp like a, camp. camp it seems like a campy show about high school which i feel like or you know you were saying it's like a high a satire in high school shows which probably wasn't really lampooned up until then in the night in the late 90s it, what did you just say lampooned he oh, said lampooned. it very strangely but he said lampooned. excuse me um I speak multiple languages, so <laughs> you were so. I this he know, does. He speaks French and Mandarin. I'm so surprised I'm that I'm not this, surprised he speaks multiple languages. I'm surprised <laughs> he's using that as an excuse. That I, that my tongue is maybe not suited to certain words when I say it very quickly. Is that what you say on dates? Yes, I speak multiple <laughs> languages, so my tongue, tongue is, is a little <laughs> fucked up, a little crazy. My tongue's a little crazy. <laughs> I love this. I can't believe I didn't watch the show. Uh, you must. I still have the DVDs. Wow. They're the I've sold almost every. If I ever want to get I've had. But if those. I ever want to get horny real fast, okay. you can just go. You can search Nip Tuck because you know who I love. Who is the star of Nip Tuck? What's his name? Julian, Julian something. Yeah, Julian something. He I actually think is super duper hot. Yes, he is. And, and he that got whole in on show, that show was sexy. I know, it was really Just sexy. Just the feeling of that show. It's like, this is what sexy feels like I as know. Like a young person. Ryan Murphy's pretty good at that. He's pretty good at capturing <clears throat> that like kind of like illicit feeling. I will say Popular <laughs> was not a sexy show. And one of the other things that shaped me culturally is the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, oh. I love that movie. 100%. Come on. Come, Come on. on. I think actually one of the best comedy movies of the What 90s. a stacked cast too. You've got Amy Adams, Denise Richards, uh, Amy Adams in her first role. Yeah. In her first role. First role. And a casting she, call from that yeah, town that she, they shot in. Yeah. And yeah, she was she was doing dinner theater. She was just a girl in Boulder doing dinner theater, Boulder, Colorado. Um and then she just like got it and And now she's God. incredibly obnoxious. Like look at her trajectory. <laughs> uh. No, Any one of us could be I'm picked an, up in our little town <laughs> nope, and then become an nope. incredibly obnoxious star. You don't like Amy Adams. I I like watching her act. You I'm an like Amy Adams person. apologist. I love her. Her Vogue <laughs> 73 questions was so charming. Oh, I see. I haven't watched that because the only Vogue video that I watched was Taylor Swift's. And oh, I was that's like, terrible. What is this series that Vogue is doing where they, I just was like, this they're is They're mostly awful. bad. They're mostly bad, but some of them, and they're completely scripted, but they try to play it off as if it's like in the moment. But Best part of Taylor Swift's Vogue 73 questions. Advice you'd give to a young singer. Get a good lawyer. <laughs> what she what says. Dumbass. I love well this brings up another thing that you posted recently Matt on your I won't say the word because you hate the site um <laughs> that like photo series that the celebrities were oh, doing yeah. of like oh, this is so my stupid. outer life this is my inner life I really hate when celebrities give like little hints at my life is really hard. Yeah. Secretly behind this, I'm just insecure and really a lot like you. No. And would you believe that someone actually came for me after posting that and said, oh no. my and, God. and said, oh, Matt, I hope that you become famous one day and you hate it. 
And Who said that to you? Was it fucking Anne Hathaway? Who said that to you? No, no you don't have to name no. names. You I won't name names. I'll just say the person. The person is no longer my Facebook friend, and I've never been happier. Amazing. Just a toxic person. I don't care if for you coming to the defense of celebrities, if they don't have a sense of humor about themselves. For me, one of the biggest requirements for you as a person living your life is you got to have a sense of humor about yourself. So when Anne Hathaway is up there like, okay, cool. Yes, I'm going to do this um, project where I show my inner self and it's going to be miserable because I want everyone to know that like really deep down I'm very insecure. It's like, you know what, Anne Hathaway, we could guess that. We're people too. Like we don't need you grandstanding about it. It's my biggest problem with like, those people like I get what you're saying about Amy Adams because like she also did that in that photo series yeah, I think that was my start to being like and I, I was so like disappointed with that because I'm like god please have a sense of humor about yourself like have she fun seems with like this she does I'm sure in she her does work, she seems like she does yeah I'm I think sure. I don't know I also think you know the thing is with Anne Hathaway is you consistently get the feeling that she doesn't have a sense of humor about herself mm-hmm. um, but with Amy Adams I had never seen that before so I was disappointed but I just think there's nothing funnier than people who take themselves so seriously I know like it's just so be- it's so messed up by funny you mean not funny well I mean I, I feel bad for them because obviously like they don't have like humor in their lives and they're not able to see themselves like and, and then like have a laugh about it like obviously they've got some other issues to work out right, like and right. that that sucks I feel bad for them but also like if we're gonna have to look at you all day every day in the media like don't don't expect don't expect me not to be like I'm gonna poke fun at this because lighten up mm. do you know what I mean yeah that's fair we, Matt and I went to Philly this weekend and we had a, oh, yeah. we, we were listening to we listened to two full Lady Gaga albums in the car ride down there okay and w- the conclusion that we reached as a car was she is great because she is so goofy does not take herself seriously but also takes herself so seriously so seriously at times that it's easy to make fun of I think she knows mm-hmm. that about herself I also think like what I'm saying is like it's an ebb and a flow like Amy Adams she might have had a, a weird day that day and was like I'm actually gonna really give in to this like indulgent part of my personality and do this weird thing mm-hmm. whereas I think Gaga has had parts of her career where she does take herself super seriously and she doesn't succeed and her fans aren't as excited about it because we can see that's happening Right. And then other times, like when it's more joyful and fun and you're actually just doing what you're put on this earth to do, which is to entertain and to like, you know, make everyone happy and feel feel emotion like that's what you're supposed to All do. All I'm saying is one time she was in Paris and the paparazzi were hounding her. And so she put a bed sheet over her face and then pretended to be a ghost and said, woo. Love it. I love that. And I, I love she, that. You, it's unimpeachable. You cannot hold anything against her anyway. But I will say there is something now, and I noticed this during the Golden Globes that I feel like young celebrities especially feel like they need to manufacture a humorous personality for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I guess I'm just remembering from when I was a kid and watching award shows like I don't remember like Halle Berry or like Julia Roberts like trying to being have quirky. this outer personality of being quirky. Yeah. It feels like this is something we are now asking of our younger like Hollywood A-listers like Emma Stone and Chris Pratt and mm-hmm. I love them and they mm-hmm. are like probably humorous people mm-hmm. but it seems like something we are expecting of them now. Yeah, you gotta be and able to kill it on Anne- a talk show. Exactly. And yeah. now you like can't really be an Anne Hathaway where it's like no, I am just like a talented actor and I am probably a little crazy just don't let me speak in public. Like let me just like read a teleprompter. Right, right. I like Anne Hathaway's work. I just think like you know, she was probably asked to do that project and she oh, has the yeah. avail- she has the ability to say no to it mm-hmm. if 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 the notoriety and and 
and the limelight makes her so miserable and like all this stuff. If that's true, then she didn't have to do this. Exactly. <clears throat> she you know probably what thought I mean? it would be very meaningful. She probably yeah, thought she would yeah. reach so many young girls. But also, like, fuck that photographer, too. Who like I'm sure he came up with that idea and thought it was so novel and genius. I know, but then parts of it were fun. I mean, you see, you saw the one that Taraji. Taraji. Oh, that one, and was it was it was amazing. fun. I mean, there were ones there. There were a lot of opportunities there to have fun with that project, and and I don't care. I, I don't really care to see like, just so you know, like. The, my real life is like I am just like you and I do sit in the dark real like, quick I don't care I'm just I, like I get, you I sit I, in the dark yeah, I, un- <laughs> I understand I get it I just the, sit in the dark I know you're a human being real quick let's just do our both of our poses right now to each other and we'll just describe them to our listeners okay, okay. okay. Bowen you're first okay. Bowen how, so, do, how does the world see you this is this is my outer life He's, he's smiling. He's smiling, and one of his <laughs> one of his shoulders is, is popped pushed forward. popped forward, and he's got both hands and he's like, flat on the table, and he's looking up. Okay, yeah. and then and then um, and I, what is the real you? Oh, he's <laughs> like a little mime, like a like French a little, mime, like a French mime, and then my, my he's trapped in a box. My mouth is a going, perfect. His oh! mouth is a perfect circle. Yes, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's almost like he's looking ahead. It's almost like he's about to get hit by a car. Oh! Yeah, like, I, look, oh! I, look, I know. I look like I just walked into a room that said surprise. Yes, yes. but like, you but oh. you kind of knew it was. But I kind happen. of knew it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay yeah. So now okay. I'll do me. Matt? This is how I think the world sees me. Outer life. Oh, oh just brilliant brimming over and, one shoulder. Okay, this is very the, Matt. Matt. Matt can vouch for this. This is very Taylor Swift uh, on the nineteen eighty nine world tour. Her first number, "Welcome to New York," <laughs> it ends, and then she turns, and then she the song ends on a beat, and then she right on time just tosses her hair back. And looks to the audience right behind her shoulder, just like that. It was yeah. very good. Okay, I'm doing the Taylor Swift finale, and yes. I know that's how you all see me. I yes. do see you as I a Taylor you. Swift finale. And now, who am I really inside? Okay, okay, he's thinking. <laughs> like, no, it sounds like he's thinking of the pose. No, his pose is thinking. He almost looks maniacal. He looks like he's he wants to telepathically move something. But he's like uh, tele- happy about it. Yeah, okay, he, now he's motioning for us oh, to describe his face more. No, so, his eyes are very strained. He's smiling. <laughs> it seems like he's trying to make his veins pop out of his forehead. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't know what. It seems <laughs> like he wants us to say a certain thing about his face, and we're not getting it right. <laughs> oh, that's no, it. you guys were good. That that's was good. it. Okay, and that's, that describes how you feel on the inside? Yes. Okay, Chrissy, like your turn. Like a maniacal face thinker. Okay. A maniacal face thinker. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. 
bubbly burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming, too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details you know but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that i have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible but then i found Framebridge. I found Framebridge too. Framebridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. My turn, my outer life. Here we go. Oh, shit. So basically, this is how everyone sees Chrissy. She is fucking chill as fuck. She's got two peace signs up, but also the peace signs are not like... She's like uh, loose deuces. They're loose deuces. She's giving loose deuces. She's looking down at the table, and she's she's basically like got a little smirk on, and she's fucking chilling. Chill as fuck. Okay, and now inner life. Let's let's see it. What's your inner life? Oh, she's putting her hood on. She's putting her hood on. And she, oh, and she's covering her face with her hands. She literally did what Anne Hathaway and Amy Adams would do. She's covering. You are her part face. of the problem. She Chrissy. looks like a crazy My ass. My inner ghost. life is nobody look at me. Uh, <laughs> that's that's accurate. See, mm. but and now now I'm seeing a different side to this whole Amy Adams Anne Hathaway thing. Is maybe they thought it would be funny. 
Oh, like maybe they thought they were ironic and maybe, above it. Yes, maybe they thought they were mm. commenting on the comment they always get, which is you take yourself too seriously. But I doubt it. I don't know. <laughs> then somebody should have been there to be like, and this doesn't read. No. Oh, yeah. This doesn't read. Okay. Tell me your intention does not read. We're talking about the, the women in this shoot, but also can we talk about how bullshit it was when, when John Legend's two things were identical, which I, I don't know if that's a comment, but like, John, give us something. You Can I tell cipher. you something? John Legend, I didn't sign up for John Legend as like an, uh, 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 the personality. Me neither. And all, and all of a sudden we're Same we're, with Chrissy Teigen. Getting, yeah. Well, she has my name. I like her, but she has my name, and I that really is screwing up my chances in the modeling industry. <laughs> in the modeling, like funny tweet industry. Ugh. I'm a big John Legend fan. I, I love John Legend's music. I just yeah. feel like I don't know. Like why all of a sudden are they like these? Don't why are you forcing John Legend down our throats? It why, feels why people, like that, yeah, doesn't right? it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their relationship, especially like any celebrity couple, especially. I feel like this has been happening a lot with Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Is like. Oh, no. So many news. I like them, and I like them both, and I like them as a couple, and I like their work. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like, like Refinery Twenty Nine, which I really like. It just I see so many like uh, relationship goals, things like that. Just and I'm like, I, I don't need relationship goals. They've just been together for a long time. I think they genuinely love each other. No, no, no. And yeah. I'm not mad. I, you guys are coming for me. <laughs> you guys are coming for me. You hate Dax Shepard. I guess I'm just saying I never want to see like relationship goals. I actually love Dax Shepard. Been a huge yeah. Dax fan since, since Punk. Since punk. Since punk. You gotta be a Dax Been fan. A Did not like Without Veronica. Paddle. Oh, right, right. Without oh, a Paddle. Wait, so Dax Shepard was on Punk with Caitlin O'Connor, right? Who is from, Caitlin from O'Connor? From Always, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the blonde. Is that her last name, she, O'Connor? She was in... Caitlin... Uh, is it Olsen. Ka- Caitlin Olsen. Caitlin Olsen. She was in Punk. I didn't know she was on Punk. Maybe that was a later season that no, I No, she was watch. definitely on Punk. She definitely was. Um, Nothing I, more I'm iconic sure. than Justin Timberlake crying. Yes, was that Dax punked. that was on that did that punked? <sighs> you know, I can't remember I every remember. prank. I can't. I just can't yeah. because I was watching Jamie Kennedy experiment at the same time. Oh wow! Culture. I, we're back on culture. Yep. Okay. We're back on culture. <laughs> well, here's another thing I want to talk about. I have a lot of um, trickle down culture, is what I call it. I'll pull a little From Hillary Clinton. I want to <laughs> talk about this trumped up trickle down culture. I. Do you want to add it to your lexicon of culture words? Okay. Is as a youngest sibling, oh. I feel like you get trickle down culture from your siblings. Yes. And I have an older brother, and he would sometimes just leave, mo- like, give me movies on mm. DVD and be like, or like go rent things, and be like, watch this mm-hmm, because he mm-hmm. wanted me to be in his eyes cool. Yes. So I watched a lot of like PCU. Do you remember that movie with like Jeremy no. Piven? He was like, this is the precursor to old school. And I was like, okay. Oh, and then I watched like old school or um, ah, I'm trying to remember the like biggest one. But Thoughts on Jeremy Piven? Thoughts on Jeremy Piven. Um, you know what? A few years ago, he had that whole thing if he had to back out of a movie because he had mercury poisoning it was, or something. It was Speed the Plow on Broadway. Speed the Plow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't believe it. So since no. then, I've been like... You you get mercury poisoning? Who the hell are you, the, Jeremy Piven? The tiniest window uh, in which I loved him was when he was in Scary Movie 3. Don't you think he's hot? I think he's so I, hot. I think he's so hot. He's, he's very, very short and I'm very tall. So I can't. I can't. I comment. Know. I can't even comment. Well, I like okay. him in the movie First, Serendipity. There's something about him where I think Jeremy Piven is like really attractive. All right. Is it because of Entourage? Because I did. I watched all seasons of Entourage and had those box sets. I think unfortunately. It, I think it might be. Because I remember watching And him, I know like, it's problematic. S- walk around and scream and I'm like, oh God, I don't know. I'm, I'm attracted to that guy. Okay. Um, Matt, I'm just going to point out Matt is feeling a certain way 
because he's commented on just like men and 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 placing value on them based on their looks. Jeremy Piven, the guy from Nip Tuck, and I think this is a theme, and I think we should talk about this. Matt, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just have a type, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I just I happen to think those two. Which you said the words Jeremy Piven, and for like I don't know. I do. Do you know what it is? And here's what it is. Yeah. Because. At the He's height, figured it out. I did He's just figure it, it out. out. What is this? At the height of my hormones raging, mm-hmm. oh. the two of them were mm-hmm. stars yeah. of shows. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So yeah. now I have an association. Yeah, this, of course. We, yes, yes, yes. We've drilled down to the core of culture, which mm-hmm. is, which is, it's like what Lauren Michael says about SNL cast. Yes, people's favorite SNL caster when they were in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's actually well, interesting because whenever anyone asks for like my top five, like when who is your top five celebrity crushers or like guys? That oh, are, like, like the ones on your five. list that like if you the, were to that celebrity and that celebrity wanted to bang you, yeah, yeah, could right. you cheat on your partner all with? from your teen years? My number one is always going to be Justin Timberlake. Wow, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that I either. I love Justin and I love Chris Pine. I'm not surprised, mm. but. <laughs> <laughs> Chris okay. Pine though didn't come into didn't really break out until I know he college. transcends. Oh he wow! Transcends I always get it. Chris Pine and Chris Evans confused in that like I know the differences, but I have to actively think of both of their faces for me to distinguish them in my brain. Chris That's Pine. fair. Mm. It's insane how many leading men that are that are all just handsome white dudes named Chris. It's like such a joke. Yeah. It's such a joke to me. It's like we need more handsome white men named Chris in film. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this today, in fact, because um, Joel Kim Booster's tweet. Are you, you reference that or no? No. What did he tweet? He tweeted. Um, I th- I'm going to try to get this. I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, he goes. This was a real puzzle, but um, <laughs> Chris Evans is Carrie. Chris Hemsworth is Samantha. Chris Pine is Miranda, and Chris uh, Pratt is Charlotte. Which I think is, mm. which I think I would need to, I would work. need to unpack it a little bit more. Sure, sure, sure. But what were you going to reference? Oh, um, because you texted me and was like, "Who is Tom Everett Scott?" Because my Instagram handle is now Tom Everett Scott. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're very confused. We're like, "Who is this Tom Everett Scott?" <laughs> I knew it was Everett Scott from that, that thing you do. Is the guy from that thing you do? Never seen it. And um, I changed it to him recently because I saw La La Land, and mm-hmm. he comes in at the, at end the end as Emma Stone's husband. Spoiler. But also this year, <laughs> spoiler, uh, go see La La Land. Uh, he comes in. He was in the MTV series. Scream this year mm. as one of the high schoolers' fathers, and I thought it was so comical to see Tom Everett Scott in an MTV show, and then to see him in this Oscar, probably nominated movie. And I was thinking about he's one of those like I'm happy that he is one of those white men in Hollywood that started as a leading man in that thing you do, and mm. has now been relegated to what mo- like most women in yes. the industry are. Is there like? He appears in like a private practice episode, right. you know, he, <laughs> he didn't go on to have a leading role. He's just like, I do cameos on shows. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's more common. I'm feeling like something I said before is unclear and I just want to clarify. Oh my God. What? I just, cause now this is like getting to me. I just want to say it's important to have a sense of humor about yourself. If you're in the public eye and you don't have a sense of humor about yourself, I have no time. Well, (laughs) and that's what that is. It's the thing that like RuPaul says, you know, like watching Wizard of Oz, like the world is fake. And once you like realize like the world is a joke, then you can like live in it easier. Yeah, I'm butchering whatever. No, that's no, that's that's the heart of it. It is an important thing to remember. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you have to have a sense of humor about it all because it's all fucked up. I agree, agree. and that's why I like Emma Stone. 
Emma Stone. Can too. I tell you why I like Emma Stone today? Yeah, How this today. Okay. Because he has a new, he has a new reason every single day. He has an Emma Stone word of the day calendar. Oh, he yeah. flips This it. is why when people come for Emma Stone, I'm like, eh, yeah, but she's actually cool. So basically, you know how like there's the movement of like ask her more on the red carpet yes. about the dresses. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Seacrest, I guess the other day, asked Emma Stone, tell me about your dress. And Emma Stone goes, well, okay, it's pink and has stars on it. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. That's and then cute. she didn't go. She didn't say any more, anything more about it. Yeah, I'm sure she seems like a great person. It's just Matt and I saw 20th Century Women yesterday, and now mm, I just, gotta see. The more I think about it, it's great really movie. Good. The mm-hmm. more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, it sucks that Emma's gonna get the Oscar and someone like Annette Bening, who has n- never been awarded. Has she never? Never been given an Oscar. But wow. that's not Emma Stone's it's fault. It's not her fault, but it's also, I don't know. Well, I think that it's the fault of awards. Yes. You know, yeah. like there are so many different movies this, there's so many different types of movies this season to like compare them next to each other is almost impossible because they're, it's like, I thought Moonlight should have won directing mm-hmm. um, for at the Golden Globes. Yes. But that doesn't mean I don't think La La Land was directed poorly. No, no, I, no. They're, just, they're completely two different movies to me. So to, like, compare them to each other is... I, I get why we have, like, the Oscar system that we have because it's exciting for people to watch and see who wins and the oh competition God, and everything. Yeah. But can I tell you what I think would be, like, the best way to do it? What? Is to, like, say, okay, we're going to have the Oscars... Every, everyone from all the movies are going to be invited. Like we're going to invite everyone. It's going to be a celebration of film and no one knows what's going to happen at the Oscars. And then throughout the show, there's like five different points where they give out like an award for a special achievement. And that way there's no competition. There's no best actress. No one has to feel bad because they were worse. It's just, no one even knows that they're nominated. You just get invited to the show, you show up and then it's like, Throughout the show, there's not even any qualifications for what's going to be given out. It's like, these were the five achievements that we feel deserved this award. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, if you want to give Annette Bening an award, she gets one. And Emma Stone could get one too. You know what I mean? Seems very socialist. I just feel like <laughs> is who this, needs this, this like co- participation trophy millennial conversation? Wow. No, snowflake. because not everyone gets one. You In fact, less people get snowflake. You know what? In you fact, liberal snowflake. Tommy Lauren is my Virgin Mary. How dare you, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lauren? Who today said, oh, no. "Why aren't we praising the white people who helped end slavery?" Okay, let's keep going. I don't know. <laughs> You because know what? I think about that every day. I no, wake be- up and I'm like, the white people don't get. Actually, no. Enough. We like talk about. Uh, fucking what's his face John Brown all the fucking time but was he white I don't know she's a fucking snowflake oh yeah talk about needing attention anyway I um, can't with her she's from my hometown and so I oh she's from oh. your hometown no oh, no I, she's from technically somewhere else she lives in Dallas and that's where they filmed the blaze mm. oh, and I, I am famously I, from Texas I don't even know um, I, I, I don't not, know. No. I just feel like it's it's bullshit the competition thing because at the root of it is like a needing to be the best and like other, make other people feel bad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think we should do away with the whole, with the whole thing. To be wow. wow. I don't necessarily mm. think it's like better when they have like 10 nominees for best picture because it's silly. Yeah. Mm. Not all those. Well, are... cause, and also like sometimes an animated movie gets put in there and you're like this, these movies are so different yeah, to like yeah, compare yeah, yeah. them to each other and to choose which one is better is insane. That being said, I love award shows. And I mean, I yeah, me too. Every time I print out my ballot, I pick who's going to win. Mm-hmm. <gasps> print it out. So yeah, let's out talk about that. Fill it out. But talk about what? Let's talk about what. So you've seen La La Land. Yes, I've seen La La Land. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you like it very much. I did like it. Yeah. 
what come el- for me. And would you would you <laughs> vote for it for best picture? Um, what else? I don't know what else is going to be Have you seen Moonlight? Yes, I loved Moonlight. Okay, so, and you've seen Manchester by the Sea. I have not seen Manchester by the Sea. Man, is it depressing. Well, that's what I, I, I hear. Interesting thing. And I don't, I don't like Casey Affleck that much. And I mean, so, no, who does? I mean, I think many people. That's so insane I think to me. many brooding men love Casey Affleck and would <sighs> herald that as an amazing performance. And probably it is. I just haven't seen it. And it's I don't really... care to, but I probably will at some point because I like seeing all the movies that are nominated, you know? I don't know. I feel I, I agree with I did see it. And it's just shocking to me that like he's won everything because to me that must mean like there just might not be a lot of excellence out there besides him. Because mm-hmm. while I thought it was good, it wasn't this like, you know, the way I feel about Oscars is like you should give something an Oscar if like the performer truly elevated the material and did something that almost no one else could do. That's mm-hmm. when I feel like something deserves an Oscar. And I didn't see that with that performance i don't know mm-hmm. well it that goes wasn't into signature to me the my castable theory mm-hmm. I, I put up on facebook of uh, devil wears Prada's the most well oh, okay well-cast. explain okay. explain this I, I agree no i well yeah explain it i will now people were bringing other movies to my attention and i am taking that into consideration but i what my criteria was if any other person did this would the movie work or would the movie be as good and i do not think devil wears prada would be as good if Specifically, Meryl Streep and Stanley Tucci were not in it. And Emily were, Blunt. And I, Emily Blunt is on my list, but if you have to narrow it down to two, I think Meryl and Tucci really make that film, those performances. And if they were other people in those roles, hmm. it would not work. Uh, I feel like for, with Tucci, uh, like Alan, what's his face, could have been great. Alan oh, Cummings? Alan, Alan, tu- Cum- Alan Cummings would have been perfect. I was going to say Alan Tudyk. Or Alan Tudyk. Mm, yeah, Alan Tudyk. Hot, I feel like guy. a lot of... People could have done the Tucci role. I disagree with you there. However, okay. I think I think Meryl Streep. It's very hard to is very that, hard. It to comes down to that. Meryl and Emily Blunt for me in that movie, and that's fair. Emily Blunt yeah. is also on my list. Yes. and I think that Meryl Streep was nominated for the Oscar for that movie the same year as Helen Mirren won for the Queen. Yes, I'm almost positive. Well, I'm anything right. Anything with Queen Elizabeth is like yeah. Award. Meryl showed up bait. to the Oscar in like a chunky necklace and like pants and like. God bless her. And like a fucking like surgical scrubs. Like she did mm, not give a shit. Mm-hmm. She was just there to have a good time. She was an extra on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think we need to be think- it, just because someone cries a lot or like did, d- does this like, I guess like dramatic heavy lifting thing. You got to think like, okay, but could any trained actor or actress have done this? And mm-hmm. probably for many of these performances that win an Oscar, the answer is probably yes, but you're not thinking about like, the kinds of choices Meryl had to make to create that character of Miranda Priestly for herself, despite it being very well drawn in the novel and the screenplay. Mm -hmm. Like that is true comedic excellence. Yeah. Like creating that character. That's true. Amazing film acting. And she has so many important lines in that film that she delivers under her breath. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a choice, you know? And, the, and another actor would like do the actor thing of like I'm looking you in the eyes and I'm delivering this sincere like harshly, but she's just like I'm walking around I'm like busy I'm doing it under my breath blah blah blah. My favorite line that she delivers under her breath in that movie yes. is, "And if you don't have that Harry Potter book, don't even bother, bother coming back." And then she she's like looking down and then does like a slight cock of the head at her desk. Yeah, exactly like imagine about. getting the script for Devil Wears Prada and you're the actress. How many actresses that go in and audition for that say that's all? Like that's all. You know what I mean? That's like all. Exactly. No, no one does. Mm-hmm. That's, That's all. all. Yes. Nobody does it except Meryl. Or 
which makes the character lived in yes. and not a caricature. 100%. Um, or, 100%. Or when she sees the steak and she goes... What is this? I, didn't, I, I don't want, want this. this. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, and then Anne Hathaway throws this. a plate of steak. Hey, right, it's so dramatic. <laughs> she throws steak. Anne Hathaway's in the great in that movie too. Yeah. She is really good. She, the, <laughs> yes. the plate breaks in the sink. Yes. I will never forget just steak being thrown <laughs> into the sink. <laughs> I would have eaten so it. Upset. Also, my favorite, one of my favorite lines, um, besides the whole cerulean monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh. My favorite is. Um, uh, Yes, by all means, move at a glacial pace that so you know how that thrills, thrills me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Or florals for spring. Groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily Blunt, one of her <laughs> most amazing lines uh, is... Uh, I'm just wh- one stomach flew away from my goal weight. <laughs> that, I mean, that's good. That's just a well-written line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, I love my job. I love my job. <laughs> I love my job. Or when, she, she's, okay. when, when Anne Hathaway needs to go into the next room and, Anne, and it cuts to Meryl, Emily Blunt and she just goes... Like she just snapped <laughs> yeah. with her hand, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. go, bitch. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is when she like she's at her desk typing and she sees Andy, the Hannah Hathaway yes. character, and is like, "Where have you been? Some hideous skirt convention?" And then she laughs, <laughs> at her so own joke. So funny. I love that. Delivery. Can I tell you amazing, amazing performances? And you know what? Now that we're talking about it, yeah, maybe one of the best cast movies, like at yes. least of the past twenty years. Thank you. I will say also Mean Girls. I think mm-hmm. that a, a performance that should have been nominated for an Oscar is Rachel, Rachel McAdams. Oh, of course that. Like Gretchen was incredible Gretchen too. Was incredible. Gretchen and was- it's a shame that that girl isn't a huge star now. Lacey I Chabert. know. It, I think she had the curse of being a child star. Mm. Oh yeah. Party of five. Party. I five. think that that monologue, the the Caesar monologue, is so good. And <laughs> also oh, the gold tubes, the white gold tubes, the white gold yeah. hoops. And hoops, um, yeah. do you do that for your like high school auditions? <laughs> oh, I wish I had. So good. Um, but also Rachel McAdams in Mean Girls, like the character of Regina, like that defined high school bitches. Yes, and you that's, that's another role mm-hmm. that like any other actress auditioning for that would have read so like too literally or too on the nose, and she just mutters things under her breath, and it's perfect. And an amazing, I can't remember what years they came out, but your first introduction to Rachel McAdams is The Notebook. And then all of a sudden uh-huh. you see this bitch in Mean Girls and you're like, okay. I believe the Range. notebook came out and they believe the notebook came out after Mean Girls. Okay. Well, well my first with, introduction within, within several months of each other within, and they were both yeah, hitting yeah, at yeah. the same time. And you're like, okay, this girl is a star. It is a shame yes, a to me that Rachel McAdams is not a star because I love her performance in the problematic movie The Family Stone. I think she's so <sighs> yeah. good in that. And I just she's so good in Mean Girls. She's so good in the notebook. Um Matt Matt and I have a favorite line from the Family Stone. Let's hear which it. Is Sarah Jessica Parker goes. Look, I don't care I don't if you like me or not. not. And Rachel McAdams goes, Oh, oh of, of course, course you, you do. do. Honey. <laughs> of course you do. No, my first exposure to Rachel McAdams was that Rob Schneider movie, The Hot Chef. <gasps> yeah. Yes. That was what yes. she that was her first thing. But she was like not great in that. But like she did like a, a perfectly acceptable job and she had to like play She was, committed to she it. She committed to like the freaky Friday Rob Schneider thing. I feel like we were all captive to Rob Schneider's career oh. and that everyone thought we had to see movies that Rob Schneider made but and no. nobody wanted to. But we all saw Deuce Bigelow we all saw J- and we all oh. saw The Hot Chick. Yeah. Did you say steak? <laughs> no, I said mistake. Oh, man, you got me all excited. Oh, I used yeah, to when they make that joke about that like overweight woman, how yeah. she like can't press the buttons on her phone. It's so <laughs> funny. I... It's so also, funny. Also, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, was Amy Poehler making fun of a person with Tourette's. <laughs> Oh, Narco- yeah. Wait, was she Tourette's no, or was Tourette's, she narcolepsy? Tourette's, Tourette's. Tourette's. She would just be like, Shit, fuck, motherfucker! <laughs> At like the baseball game. That was Amy okay, Poehler. yes. <laughs> but there was also a girl with narcolepsy. Yeah, right? she, who okay. like fell asleep in her soup. 
And then he had to tie her ponytail to the banister so she didn't like drown in her own soup. Oh, God. That was comedy then. Oh, my God. And we all watched those movies. That's I the thing. Know. As high schoolers, you are just a slave to what's in the movie theater. Yeah, because that's, that's what Adam you do Siller is such a on weekends. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rachel Remember, McAdams, though. Sorry, we, we're all pretty much the same age. Do you remember when there was like horror movies were like back? Yes, like House of Wax with Chad Michael Murray Paris and Paris Hilton. Hilton. When Paris Hilton fucked Cousin Skeeter. The puppet? <laughs> no, the cousin. What? What are you talking about? Because Cousin Skeeter was a show on Nickelodeon <laughs> about a puppet. The boy in it. Not the puppet, the boy. Well, the boy is not Cousin Skeeter. Oh, cousin I didn't Skeeter know. is the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny to think about Paris Hilton fucking a puppet, though, right? She probably is. <laughs> I would love to see Paris Hilton guest on the Muppet Babies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who am I going to fuck here? <laughs> Look at that little baby animal. Oh I'm my God. sorry. It's low hanging fruit to make fun of Paris Hilton. Not really. But also, no. She's DJing in Ibiza right now, making 10K off 10 minutes of bullshit. Is she DJing She's now? She's a fucking DJ. She voted now. for Trump. So. No, she did. Did she? She did. Absolutely did. Do you How know, do you know did that? Did she tweet or you she, just assume? No, I think she. Um, like, there was some report out. I mean, it might have been fake news, but I, <laughs> I'm, I believe it. <laughs> Fuck. If, if some fucking asshole in like middle america believes anything then i'll believe anything too are you a horror movie not, person bo no i don't care for him and you are not a horror movie because they scare you, you. oh my god matt's okay. no. so scared were you you were you love horror movies i like i'll tell you this about myself i loved going to a horror movie with a group of friends maybe there's some guys there and acting real scared when i was not yeah. <laughs> that was me in high school such a high school yeah mm-hmm. i even remember in college one time being so drunk and on the bus back there was we went to dirty six and you had to take the e <laughs> bus is what it was called Holy um, back to campus <laughs> and being on the bus and the lights kept going out on the bus and i was making out with this guy i was sitting on his lap and every time the lights went out i would be like oh, i'm scared of the dark <laughs> <laughs> and he was like are you scared he was like are you serious and i was like yeah it's this weird thing about me i'm scared of the dark. <laughs> wow, it's like a thing with it. only me <laughs> i get really scared when it's dark I'm really scared of the dark and oh, i need wow. someone to put their hands on my shoulder <laughs> um <laughs> Yep, that's what I did. I <laughs> all up and down his body. Do you guys? Did you guys go see Saw in the movie theater? No, no, I haven't seen the Saw movies. I will say. Okay, this first Saw is really good, and this is like what got my friends onto horror movies. And inside, I was like, "Fuck, this has to be every weekend now." Because once that movie came out, all of a sudden, horror movie after horror movie after horror movie. Yeah, like, The Grudge came out. Mm-hmm. The Grudge. Oh, you know what? I fucking hated was the remake of The Hills Have Eyes, where they fucking like rape a pregnant Emily Deravin. From oh Lost. yeah, from Claire Lost, from Lost right? gets raped in by a, a trailer by a mutant, and it's then horrible. Like, the father gets impaled on a tree and burned a lot. Like it's just like porn. This, it's just torture porn, but like unearned. It's, it's so bad. Like I yeah, I fucking hate horror movies. You know what? It's not that I don't care for them. It's that I really dislike them, but not in the same way that Matt dislikes them. Is that like it's 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 like I just don't like um you know they offend you. They offend me because it's like ugh, I, why am I watching this? I hate violence. I don't I don't like it. I don't respond to it. Yeah, I mean uh, that's fair. I don't like horror movies now. They're just not interesting to me. If you can make like a really interesting horror movie, I'll probably be into it. But I'm not like gonna go and see right. a horror movie. Right. Oh my god, my worst date ever um, was. Let's hear. Was uh, a few years ago. Does it have something to do with culture? It has something to do with horror movies, which are unfortunately part of culture. Okay. So, I just want to keep you on. I just want to keep you guys on track. Okay, police. Okay. So anyway, woo woo woo. First Those date were with, my sirens earlier. First date with this guy was the week <laughs> of Hurricane Sandy. 
Mm. And we're walking Bless. down Eastern Parkway, uh, down like a ravaged wasteland of Brooklyn. <laughs> and it was kind of romantic. Oh, huh. um, so oh he my told, God. He how t- many pictures did you guys take next to like a lamp pole that was a little... <laughs> a trees leaned. trees that were just like completely, yeah, d- just destroyed. Don't just, worry, we're okay. He told me his name was like <laughs> fucking Patrick or something. And I was like, great. And then the second was it something different than that? Okay, so then so then we so then it was a great first. Day. We we just took a walk, we kissed. That was it. And then like m- about a month later, yeah, uh, it's, it, we go on our second date. And then he wants to take me to see this movie, The Collective or The Collection or something. It's the same people who made the saw produce the saw movies. It's some bullshit like paper thin like it's like it has no depth to it at all. It's a bullshit horror movie. And within 20 minutes, I was like, I don't want to watch this. And we left the theater hmm. and he was, he was very nice and saying, Oh yeah, let's not watch this. But it was his idea to go take me there. And then he just like in a tense moment, he was just like, Oh yeah, by the way, my name is Lamar. And I was like, okay, well, well we're done. What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you why? Us- Did he explain why he lied? No, because he was, because he was afraid of like the internet and he was afraid of like people finding out who he like, I don't know. So once you were like, I don't like this movie, he was like, I think this is over, so I need to be, you don't like this horror movie, so I'm going to be real with you. My name is Lamar, and we're done. That might have been it. I just truly, to this day, don't understand, like, what was going through his head to A, like, maybe he thought, like, and B, lie, like, mm -hmm. on the first, on the first date, first pass. So anyway, maybe you thought you were so real, like so real that you couldn't even get through this fake ass movie that he was like, I can't be, I can't be fake <laughs> with this person who's so genuine. Yes. That's, that's probably it. what he thought. That's definitely what he thought. Yep. I've never, <laughs> so I, genuine. I'm trying to think of a movie I've walked out of. Oh, <sighs> Bowen and I walked out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Come for us. During it. I yeah. fell asleep during it. I went back to watch it again, not in a theater. And right. I was like, it's fun. Well, the thing about Guardians of the Galaxy is it's not good. <laughs> and if you think it's good, you're wrong. Come for us. Come for us. Can I say something Email about us. a monster calls this new Felicity Jones movie who did not have a great run of it oh. at Saturday Night Live this past weekend. But that monster calls movie, that's Groot. That big tree man that Liam Neeson is voicing. Oh my God. It just looks exactly like Groot. I and I'm know. like, how are you going to make this movie? And we're not going to compare it to you Groot. You know, big tree things are having a moment right now. Groot, mm-hmm. the guy from Stranger Things. The guy from Stranger Things. But I didn't finish Stranger Things. The Redwood, Redwoods. Mm-hmm. Um, Come for me. <laughs> I didn't really like Stranger Things. Okay, interesting. Come for me. Didn't finish the series. I know you didn't watch because you thought it was too scary. Dude, Matt, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Tell me, explain. I don't know. Not was it Winona? No, I love Winona. Yeah, you I like it. you say Winona like she's Winona Judd when she's Winona, right? <laughs> Winona, Winona. <laughs> Is that a, is, do you think she'd correct me? That's what ma- what's what matters to me. Would Winona correct me? With yes. a big hobo bag and a cardigan <laughs> holding a coffee? Yeah, she'd be like, it's Winona, actually. All right, ready? Who's the better Winona? Winona Judd or Winona Ryder? Oh, my God, no contest. Ryder. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I bet all the Trump voters would disagree. Winona well, Judd. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. who's the better Judd? Winona Judd or Ashley Judd? Because I have my answer locked and loaded. <laughs> um, I would say... Based on what you've said so far, because of the popularity of all those Ashley Judd movies that were like thrillers yeah. around the time when you were a teen, yes. probably Ashley Judd. I didn't Judd. ask for you to guess, and you are correct. It is <laughs> Ashley Judd. Would have been a Senator Ashley Judd had she won her Senate race. No, she went for Senate. She went for Senate in, I think, Virginia, I want 
episode. Wait, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And I was like, was really it close? rooting for her, and probably not. But it was like it was right after Clay Aiken ran for Senate in North Carolina. And do you think Clay Aiken running for Senate is the reason Trump is president? <laughs> I mean, oh, you, you thought he was like, well, he's doing it, so. Why not? I feel like I Al know. Franken is the reason. Or Trump Gary ran. Coleman. Or Gary Or Coleman. Arnold Schwarzenegger. What, what what office did Gary Coleman serve? In? When everyone was running for governor of California. He didn't oh, serve. Yeah, he, oh, he, he was ran. running. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so sure, I'm, I'm sure Arnold Schwarzenegger has a lot to do with Trump. Probably. Know. Probably. Right. How do you guys feel about Jesse Alaska Ventura. posing for... Uh, she was on Apprentice. Alaska Thunderfuck. I just saw. I didn't. I haven't seen what? celebrity. I just saw her tweet something of like, I post on this thing for a, posing on a motorcycle ad for Apprentice NBC hashtag Team Carson because Carson Cressley's. On oh it. my god! Oh wow! I don't well, know. I really don't know what to think about the whole Apprentice thing right now because it's weird. Donald Trump was tweeting about, well, the fucking ratings tanked with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That sucks. And then Katie Couric mentioned, which I thought was a good point. Isn't he the executive producer of that show still? And why is he shit talking his own show? So that little Twitter fight with Arnold, I feel like, because Arnold tweeted back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Arnold tweeted back like, well, I fake news. He was like, "I, I, I hope you I hope you serve our country well. You know what? That's 100 percent what it is. Trump was like, you know what? We're going to have a little Twitter feud because the people fucking love it. And I was watching Biden on The View the other day, and um, one of them asked him, he had the whole episode they had Biden on, and they asked him, like, why do you think, because his point was, like, you know, no one ever heard Hillary's plans. It was all, she was always on the defensive, it was this whatever. And they were like, what went wrong? Why didn't we ever get to hear Hillary Why didn't we ever hear about her plans for, like, everyone getting free college, et cetera, et cetera? And he was like, look, you got the media, and they have two options. They're going to report on Hillary's plans for everyone to get free college, or they're going to report on Donald Trump says grab him by the pussy. You can only really put all your resources on one. Which one are you going to pick? You pick the fucking Donald Trump grab him by the pussy thing. And so... You couldn't ever hear the positive aspects of what Hillary had because it was so inundated with this Trump nonsense, whatever it was. And so really, she never actually stood a chance because this is the first election we've ever had, which was in the age of social media, where you can just fucking totally flood everyone's feeds with this stuff. Mm -hmm. And all you're ever talking about is Trump. And when you're the star of the election... I'm not surprised he did win at the end because what's the what was the big who was the big star of this election? Donald Trump. Like he was in, he was all over the news and was never not. For the past 2 years he's never not been in the news. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of makes sense that you couldn't get a word in edgewise. And this is this just goes to show you that um Matt Rogers still gets a lot of his really uh, truly <laughs> deep yes. yeah. truly deep political analyses from, from the, the view, view yeah. which is great okay loves guys loves the view loves the view guys we, we we're running out of time let's move on to i don't think so honey. oh my god oh my gosh was, wow oh, that's insane just flew i'm by. so sad i i don't know if my episode is worth the hype i'm just gonna say my no, insecurities are out here no my insecurities are out no it's Let's worth see. it's 100 percent worth the hype what what, what is going on not being said I don't know. I feel like we haven't come up with any catchphrases in the show. You know, we We've haven't come up with we, plenty. We haven't we taken up, down well, here hard. Here we go. Here we go. So here now go. this podcast is becoming very self-aware. And I, I honestly, I, I would, I would throw bone to the wolves right now. And I'd say, how dare you? How dare I what? How dare you start this show? 
Talking about catchphrases? Stocking up on all of our catchphrases. You self-indulgent honey, I piece care. of shit. Look, this is what I posted last night, and you, I've I don't never know, seen maybe you. save this for an I don't think so, honey. No. I don't know. I don't know. I have my saying. I don't think so, honey, and I, for the first time ever, I prepared it. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I'll go after I don't think so. I, I, I know who to, I don't know what to do for I don't think so. Okay. Oh here we go. Okay, I but Chrissy, I'm about to get Chrissy, roasted here live. Chrissy, oh do you, do you truly think that this is not worth the hype? I think it's been so worth the I hype. I don't know. I mean, I was telling Matt that I feel like the only hype was Matt and Henry and you guys. No. I don't know well, how much listen, you know. the thing is, Henry's not my boyfriend. Chrissy, you haven't met a celebrity in the past week. Have I have I met a celebrity? You in the haven't past week? met a celebrity in the past week that you can talk about. Oh no! I mean, well, not Hen- like Michelle Obama. Well, and just to hear Henry speak, it's just a, a joy. You yeah, know, he's a lovely, anytime. a lovely boy. Um. Well, I did. Wait, hold on. I do want to talk about the Oscars one more again. Yeah, <laughs> one more again. Yeah, one more again. So you're a big fan of it. Yeah. And what and and what do you think is the mo- is the best movie of the year? Go ahead, talk about it. Go ahead, talk about it. Oh as Bone eats his goddamn snack. Here, sorry, he, she can. I'm listening. <laughs> okay, Chrissy. <laughs> well, I love so many different movies for so many different reasons. But what's the best? Because one of them has to be the best. What's the What's the movie that made me feel the most? In the two movies that made me feel the most while watching them, like have actual emotional reactions to, I'll say three were Moonlight. I felt anxious during the whole film, mm-hmm. which I thought was very good la la land i was just like mesmerized the whole time sometimes i was a little bored i will say that there had some slow moments and then pop star i like laughed i laughed my goddamn ass off we so if it's about it. emotional reactions that i had in the theater i would say those were my top three i also love the lobster and the green room made me very scared oh the green room the green room made me very scared it was <laughs> That's a. I don't. I've never heard of this movie. Green Room. Um, it had Anton Yelkin, I think is his name. Oh, that's who sad. passed away oh, yeah. like right, right, right. a month after the film like got released. That's really sad. That was really sad. Really, you know? such a, a freak accident. Oh yeah, that and I was think he's not a very good. good actor. It also had that actress who I think has the most ridiculous name, and I don't know why we don't make fun of her more for it. Imogen Poots. Imogen, Imogen Poots. Poots. Absolutely. Come oh on. My God. Come on. Imogen Poots. And she's really giving a vibe of an Imogen Poots. <laughs> it's like if we were to write a character that's this girl as an actress, we would name Imogen her Imogen Poots. Poots. Wow. It's a character Same. name. It's not a real person's name. It's not a real person. No, it's not. Um, can we, can Neither we, is Imogen Heap. Can we quote um, our favorite line from Popstar? Yes. Um, that's an amazing name. Deb. Uh, no, wait. Debra. Deborah. Is that short for something? I, I think, think Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> It's not Deborah. It's Deborah. Oh, is that short, short for, for something? something? I think, think Deborah. <laughs> Me, Matt, and Sudi lost it in the theater. Uh, Loved it. Loved it that movie. Funny. Also, the whole the whole number of the <laughs> gonna fuck it like we fuck Bin Laden. Oh, that was good. The best part of it to me was the girl dancing the whole time. Just the way she was. Oh, dancing. the dancers were amazing in that movie. <laughs> it was amazing. I thought that movie was fucking incredible. Very I thought funny. it was great. Very yeah. funny movie. And like honestly, to me. Better screenplay than La La Land. <laughs> well, if you want, I, I'll talk all the doodah about. Mm-hmm, that's a oh, less culture. All the doodah about pop star, and I need to go back and watch it again because I've only seen it once in the theater. Same. Is that I think it's a perfect example of a comedy movie not getting bogged down in plot, which I think is a problem with <gasps> modern comedy movies. Yes. Is that if they feel like they're a slave to this three act structure of like setting something up, the thing goes dead goes down and they have to fix it at the end which Popstar does do but most of the fun parts of that movie is it like going off in these tangents that feel like sketches within a movie but yes. you're following the same characters 100% 
that's like a very now that the comedies that have been popular over the past 10 years 10 15 years are like the apatow comedies mm-hmm. i feel like you know it's a common theme in those movies that act the act three sucks yeah. Like th- and th- or that they long. get really right. slow. Right, right. Or and even I, that the act two sucks. The act the act two suck because it's just the longer stretch of the movie where it's like it's the middle and you know, there's I, not that much to, yeah, not I that feel much myself to, sometimes to wanting to be like, Oh, I want to watch that movie and then realize I only want to watch the first half of it and I will turn a movie off mm. afterwards. Like the things I remember loving about this movie are already done, so I'm not gonna finish it. Right. I love it when those movies get even more fucking crazy in the third act. Like I you know what movie's really good? Uh, Pineapple Express. Mm, like, I've only that, seen it once. I like it. The movie gets so fucking insane in the third act. Mm-hmm. And like to me, that's like... That's where they have like the warehouse fight. Yes. Right? Okay. And like it just keeps getting more insane. And I feel like that's how you heighten. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in for example, like Knocked Up, which I think is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good like 80% of the way. And then it just, it fucking just really slows down there i saw knocked up with friends from church and oh, the, kid, the kid sitting next to me was um he had been homeschooled for most of his life but had integrated into our high school um so still kind of a homeschool kid he was a part of our church he sat next to me and the whole time he like shook his head and put his head in his hands like in a disapproving way oh. um and i was like very much laughing you know <laughs> i was doing that thing called laughing mm-hmm. and he was judging it the entire time what you would, judging you judging yeah everything oh, everything wow. just everything what would 12 13 year old chrissy shackleford think of the Las culturistas she i think she would be like um finally there's like a voice to me um you guys are holding each other now matt's holding me <laughs> um, i hold him uh, 12 year old 13 year old loved culture wanted more I didn't have that many pop culture obsessed friends she loved the gays yes <laughs> yes oh, and it, here's the deal is that Ryan Murphy Sorry. <laughs> like Ryan Murphy was super formative for me yeah that show popular and I, I, this is a longer conversation for a longer podcast but I went to a very Baptist school where the head pastor has a very anti-gay policy and put up a terrible um, sign on the church for the sermon the year after I graduated from high school called why gay is not okay. Oh and my God. he, he's the, he's the Christian correspondent on Fox news now. And he's a huge <gasps> oh, Trump supporter. Wow. He's, he's terrible. And I'm sorry if anyone from my high school is listening to this, but I think he is terrible and I think he's a horrible person. And from then on, I was like, I think I've cut ties with my high school. Um, you know, you know what? That's- I hope that they are listening. I hope everyone from your high school is a Las Culturistas fan. What's there his, are people from my high school now who are like cool and yeah, whatnot sure, and sure. have evolved from, we were certainly brainwashed in high school, in my opinion. I used to think the devil was inside me. But again, oh this God. is a longer <gasps> conversation for oh, a different this is, podcast. This is the thing to, to, to bring The devil back, was inside me. To bring it back really to RuPaul, think, to bring it back to RuPaul, it's like, I kind of, if I were to see that today and see a sign that says why gay is not okay, like, I would just laugh. Because it's just it's, now. It's, it's not even offensive. Yeah, right now, now, because because you because you, you broke away from the matrix and you were like, oh, this is just very comical. But of course, it's hurting someone. But still, anyway, well, the world is terrifying. Um, certain parts of it, yeah, yeah. For I sure. mean, all of it, but like certain parts of it where people haven't evolved, yeah. And with yeah. that, uh, that's a perfect segue into at least my I don't think okay. so, honey. Okay, so okay. you want to go first? You go yes, first. Yes, I will go first. Now, I don't think so, honey. For those of you listening at home, is your favorite segment i mean it <laughs> is the touchstone of las culturistas we put one minute on the clock we really against something in culture that's grinding our gears it's getting us we get into all the ticks and tanks all the dude it makes us itch our one skin minute. raw 
it we gotta itch our skin raw we gotta you know shed the bad skin like a snake does and crawl out of our issues with the cultural all right badoosh Let's all right here we go i just talked and said okay nothing. matt rogers i don't think so honey time starts now i don't think so honey south brooklyn you're the most overrated fucking part of new york oh bitch God. i don't think so if i want to go to you it takes me an hour and a goddamn half the subways inside of you are fucking shit if i ever see the r train again i'll spit on it as it comes <laughs> in i don't care who's on it i don't care if the conductor will come for me go ahead come for me you live in south brooklyn i don't think so honey bay ridge i don't fucking think so honey I, if i want to go to a theme park i'm not going to coney island i will go to six Side great adventure at the port authority at yes. midtown which at least lives up to its name at least you're getting there and you know it's going to be a little little bit of a challenge and you're fine with it because at least there's good things about it there's nothing good about south brooklyn if i want to go to fucking south brooklyn and drink a mimosa it's 48 dollars, bitch i don't think so honey i don't think about i don't care about you park slope moms and dads looking all hot with your kids you don't care about them they're accessories to you it's all about the image with you it's all about the aesthetics i've been to north brooklyn i loved it the subway access amazing i feel sorry for you guys the l's gonna shut down i live on the upper east side now spanish harlem more like it and i'm i'm gagging i don't think so honey South Brooklyn. Okay. Wow. <laughs> your kill your kids are accessories. It's very upsetting. Wow. Very upsetting. What if you have a what if all of your listeners <sighs> are from Bay Ridge? Listen, what if every single move out? Listen, you have the ability to get out, okay? I'm sorry. You're talking but about it like it's fucking Scientology. It is. Right. No, it's a cult. So I can't Brooklyn believe we didn't talk about Scientology. What about what, what about the, the the heavy Chinese immigrant population in Bay Ridge? Huh? What do you have to say? To, what do you have to say to them? Yeah. What do you have to say to them? I have to say to them that it sucks that they live in such a shitty place. I have to say to them okay. it's it sucks okay. that they're commuting on the uh-huh. R. Yes. Okay. Wow. It's okay. the land the subways forgot. Mm-hmm. It's the land the subways forgot. Okay. I work in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Half there is years. literally I'm one. Done. I'm done making excuses for it. There is it's hard one to get around. train in North Brooklyn, and you're saying the train access is bad in South Brooklyn? No, honey. I don't know if you ever heard of this. It's called the G, and it's also called the J, and it's also called the Z. And <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. And You've it's also it. called the L, which is nailing it. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Matt Rogers is the, the only person in New York who thinks it. the L is nailing I lived off the L when I was staying with Sudi, who housed me when I had no home. She housed me and Henry, and we lived off the L. And let me tell you something. I got my life for, daily. For two okay. weeks. Okay. For like three weeks. Mm-hmm. You're not living there long term. I Matt. live off the six now, and it's a joy. Every day that's for me nice. is a joy. No, well, that's very nice. Cause you, no, because it's not a joy. Because you know what? The six and the four and the five are narrow trains. They're not wide. You know what's a wide train? The R, the Q, the W, the N. Are you, is this your I don't think so? Honey? Bowen, no, why don't you, no. if you have so much to say, <sighs> this is this is Bowen Yang's I don't think this so, This is going to end very His badly. time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Matt fucking Rogers. <laughs> I don't think so, honey, bitch. I am, I am doing so much work day in, day out trying to promote this goddamn podcast. <gasps> I write... I wrote a post at 2 a.m. last night saying, hey, if you like Lost Cold Research's podcast, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. Yes. It would really just be a signal boost for us. And mm-hmm. honey, I have never seen you do this. I, have I seen mm. you ever make, Shut up. make one piece of promotion? Shut make up. Make a poster? <gasps> make a quote post? 
poster. I have. Make, make, make th- design the goddamn logo for this podcast. No, bitch. No, you haven't, bitch. I am. I am. I pour my heart. I. I am oh. pouring my. You do not take up my space in my. I don't think so, honey, bitch. I don't think so, honey. Matt Rogers for nodding his head at me with contempt in his eyes as I tell him what is what with this. I give comedic value. I come up with. I give, I give comedic oh. value. What are you talking about? I am the one who's who always steers the conversation back to where it should go. I am. I am. Joel Kim Booster has said Matt Rogers is is the bull in the china and the china shop, but I am the, the shop owner trying to assemble everything back together. Bitch, you, I didn't know he said that. Bitch, I am. I am the, the North Star, and you That's are one minute. chaos. That's one That's minute. One minute. I, I think that you are a lost young wow. child. <laughs> I think that you are a lost wow. young child and never forget that you respect your elders and I'm older than you. Can I please do my I don't think so, honey? Uh, well, yes, absolutely, but no. this is this is not resolved. But it's we, not. Will, we will I guess resolve. we'll have to we'll have to just resolve this on the next episode. We'll, we'll resolve it. Wow, there's this conflict. Episode, the Christy Shackleford episode of Last Culture Recess ended in conflict. Thank you. That's the, okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> Christy Shackleford, Last Culture Recess time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Matt fucking Rogers. <laughs> you do that. You do not interrupt a fucking I don't think so, honey. You get one minute uninterrupted to talk. You let Bowen speak. I am whatever the kid's name is. He is Britney Spears. Let Bowen speak. Leave Chris Bowen Crocker, alone. Chris no, Crocker. And no, no, that's why I run shit around here. Chris Crocker. I'm messing up the levels. I am sorry, Alex. But you do not talk during somebody else's I don't think so, honey. I am not even a host of this podcast. I am a devoted listener. Did uh, could did I get to talk when I don't think so, honey? Bowen did I don't think so, honey. Austin? No, because it wasn't in the room and I wouldn't have because it's his I don't think so, honey. And I cannot believe you would you would shit. You would shit on your own. I don't think so, honey. You would shit on your podcast. Pull down your pants, you're taking a shit on your podcast. You are the reason that people, you know, like like lose their dreams because they, they do not keep the sight of what was the goal. You are changing the goal. You are actively changing it. You are you are the crack in the pipe that is <laughs> flooding the house. You are okay. That's gotta be that one minute. That is over a minute. That is a minute. Wow. <gasps> Chrissy so, Shackleford. Chrissy Shackleford has just said, you are the reason dreams die <laughs> to me. I you think know that's You are the reason people don't get their dreams. <laughs> She looked at me and said that. It's because of you. You are the crack in the pipe. I I have to tell you You're something. You're flooding the house. I've never You're flooding the house that God built. I've never felt more joy than when you didn't know Chris Crocker's name just now. I know. And I felt bad. And I and I could say it. I know. And I could look you in the I eyes know. as you came for me, and I could say Chris. I know. Crocker, bitch. Chrissy, Chrissy, mm-hmm. careful what you wish for, because mm-hmm. look, you Chrissy were Chrissy Crocker. Chris, Chr- Chrissy was worried about this episode not being not living up to the hype. Honey, this is incendiary. Incendiary. This is a historic listening. episode. True conflict coming out. I will have a discussion with you. We will. Discuss. When I look Which at one? you, Bone Yang, I will. We will discuss, bitch. Chrissy and I will bounce back from this because we have to work together on a bus called the Ride, and we have to turn it on. Yeah, we have, we to, have to turn it on. We have to be professional. For all of those tourists. And what about you? What about do you? not care when we talk about Selena Gomez. And you and I, we have a we have a personal conflict now we have a conflict and we will resolve or not let's see let's see bitch you should is get a th- th- you should get a therapist in for the next episode <laughs> yes is this the end of last culture tune in next time to find out <laughs> tune in next time to our find thanks out. to chrissy shackleford what, oh, are the wait. Wonderful Wait. What dates are the What are the yes. dates of the show? Um, I've got a show this Thursday. Don't know if the episode's going to be out by then. That is okay. February sixth, though, is my final show of Diane Shangri La. And I want to say yet. I have seen Diane Shangri La presents not dry yet, not dry yet, two times, and it's so good. And you should see it because it's truly great character work. Yes, it's smart. It's really good writing. It's a great performance. You should see it. 
Um, I second that. I saw it just this past Friday. Loved it. I think the ending, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but the ending is truly It's so funny. It's so funny. And also, just one more thing. um, Bone and I's last show of Popper Let's Amazing Earth is also this Friday. Um, Come, because it's going to be the last time you can see it, you guys. And I'm going to be there. Oh, good. And uh, it's really good, and we're so proud of it. And it's been such a nice, good, long, happy run at, at UCB. And also, please come out to... Henry Kapersky's A Little Night Music on January 20th. On the 20th as well at 11.30 p.m. at UCB East. That will be so fun. Chrissy Shackerford, thank you so much for thank being a so guest. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Ding dong. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.